everybody, and welcome back to the Ungrown Ups podcast. This is episode 16, still in quarantine. Woo woo! Sweet I, 16. Yeah, this time I'm not singing and I'm just rhyming it. So here we go. Do I, do I get a car? Do you get a car? No, this is not. This is our it's super, not super sweet 16, right? Yeah, but we are not having like a, a quinceanera, which would have been episode 15. 15. Uh, yeah, 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 we are not having any type of party. I didn't put on a gown. You're not yeah, wearing so- a gown. Did you did you do oh was that a thing when we were younger like a big sixteen year old birthday party thing or is that Not just like an that MTV I remember. thing? Yeah, I don't remember anything like a super sweet sixteen bash when I was in high school. No, I remember the MTV show though. Right, and that but, I mean, was absolute insanity. Yeah, but I I, I question it. That show made me kind of question my re, my childhood. Going, was that a thing? Was I just not aware? I think like, my I 16th birthday was just kind of a normal birthday. Yeah, and it's like, okay, we can go take your driving test now. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. I don't... I do <laughs> not recall. I don't remember a lot about uh, my youth, apparently. Yeah. Well, the shitty thing is, is, if you do the math, you realize it's at least 24 years ago. <clears throat> no, it's cool. I really like doing the math, and it's coming up on 25 <laughs> years. I am... Let's see. What is what is this? Is it May? April? April. It's April. So I'm only like two months away from 41. Oh, wow. I have no idea where the time went. No shit. Yeah, and it's the other thing, crazy. And, and the shitty thing with this whole coronavirus situation is, is it's not like you can really plan on doing anything for your 41st birthday either. No, so uh, Built to Spill was, well, may still play at uh, Observatory, and I was super excited. They're playing on my birthday. I thought, man, that would be a great way to, to do that. If anybody wants to show up and listen to Built to Spill, great, you know, but I'm going to go. And uh, now, maybe not. Yeah, have they, is the date still on? They have, the venue hasn't, like, canceled? That, or? Yeah, because that's in June. They still haven't okay. said anything yet about it, but who knows? I had a bunch of other shows that I had tickets to, like Gorilla Biscuits and... Man, who else did I have tickets for? I had, I don't know, tickets for a bunch of stuff, and they're all... There was some festival that got delayed, so... Yeah, Little Fair got delayed, so you're not going to that. Right, which is... Yeah, yeah. I try to do that every year. Didn't that go yeah. away for a long time? And then, like, came I have back no or idea something? if it's even around still. I think I think they brought it back. It was uh, Liz Fair, right? I don't know. I, I was just trying to think of, like, an all-female concert thing that would be kind of diametrically opposed to what you typically go to. It would definitely be Little Fair. Coachella, yeah, yeah. actually, I, I don't have any desire to go to that ever either. Oh, yeah. Although I think Metallica's playing this year, if it's still happening. Yeah. Or like, no, they're it, playing in the they're playing a different one. They're playing the Bears. Was it I Rage? I think it's Rage Against the Machine. That's yeah. Playing. I think they're playing Coachella. I think you're right. And like then that, <clears throat> I'd be interested in going. Yeah, but I don't want to like it's. If I knew, okay, they're playing this time. There was it was easy to get in and out and just go see them. Yeah, maybe it's but, the overlap. Yeah, it's like yeah. I want to see the band. I don't want to see everybody else. Right. Yeah. What's the dang it? What is the one in San Francisco? It's like Earthbreaker, oh. Quaker. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fest I don't know the name of it, there. but yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So that Metallica's playing up there, and that that'd be all right. I saw last time I saw Metallica, they did the national anthem at a. Uh, uh, Stanley Cup final game, and it was horrible. Yeah? Oh, God, it was terrible. Was they all there, or was it just James uh, playing the guitar and singing? No, they were... God, I think they were all there. It was just really, really, really bad. Huh. Like... Uh, Disappointing? Like, you're like, why do I even like these guys kind of thing? Yeah, I mean... 
uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't really liked Metallica since the Black Album. Yeah. Uh, and that I, was junior high for me, I think. I guess junior high? I have to Maybe? think that yeah, was Yeah, it had to be junior high. Why junior high? Because I think that's when I first remember associating I don't Black remember album. what year that album came out, so I'm going to... But if you look up the year and I have to do the math, I'm not going to be able to remember. But So, speaking of, I guess, poor concert experiences, have you ever been to like a really shitty concert? I've been to a lot of really shitty concerts. But uh, like... Uh, Shitty, not in like the fact that you went to like a small bar and somebody was playing, but like you went to this arena, this headlining act that everybody knows, and it would just suck balls. Uh, came out in '91, by the way. So yeah, I guess that would have been your junior high. Junior high, or junior yeah. High, uh, yeah. So I saw Elvis Costello. That was terrible. Where uh, was that at? That was at the old Irvine Amphitheater. Oh, okay. Uh, a while ago. So we. When I was growing up, we lived in a neighborhood that neighborhood that's right over by Pacific Amphitheater, so behind the fairgrounds. And yeah, it yeah. used to, when they used to actually have big concerts there, it was so loud. We lived on the opposite side of the the neighborhood from the amphitheater, and you right, could the hear it. You could be from yeah, exactly. And it was like it was like having Guns N' Roses in your living room. Still, that's... it was just super loud. Which I, it's kind of cool. So I've heard a bunch of bands that I never had to pay yeah. for, but there was this like lawsuit and they gave everybody in the neighborhood tickets to different concerts we somehow ended up with tickets to elvis costello and the crash test dummies oh which one was better the crash test dummies it's dummies yeah, yeah. and the, i mean maybe it just wasn't elvis cost i'm not a huge elvis costello fan anyways but uh the venue the sound was terrible like they sounded awful you couldn't understand anything and it didn't help that the this old woman in front of me and at the time i was a kid she was old so she must have been old um, probably like 35, but she, she, no, in all honesty, she was like in her fifties or sixties, but she kept turning around and like, Oh, you, you know, you got to give him an, a chance. He's so good. Like, oh, this is, this is just not the right venue for him. Like lady. So you're, you're making the, it worse. Yeah. Yeah. She's trying to sell you on the experience and he's just like, shut up. Let me enjoy this. However little I want to. Yeah. The, uh, my worst concert experience actually happened two years ago. Uh, for my birthday, um, we went to see Fleetwood Mac at the Forum. Okay, which should be and, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've seen Fleetwood Mac perform before oh, in okay. Vegas at a private concert. But this was the first time my wife and I were going together. Right. We had great seats. They were just – they were perpendicular to the stage. So if you look straight ahead, you're looking at the side of the stage. But we were pretty close. Right. The problem wasn't the, wasn't the acoustics, wasn't the performance – it was the two drunk 50-year-old women sitting right behind us screaming into our ears the entire concert. That sounds divine. And we ended up having to just turn around, yell at them, tell them to shut up, and ask if we could switch seats so that they could sit in front of us. We gave them our seats. Oh, my God. They were that bad? That bad. Wow. Did they end up moving, though? Yeah, yeah. We swapped seats. Oh, and, the, a- and at that point... The experience was much better. Right. I just wish that we had thought of that sooner. Right. Because you had already killed like an hour of the performance dealing with the shrieking behind you. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand people that just scream the entire time, or they're yelling in somebody else's ear, or I don't know. It's funny. I went and saw God. Who was it? I think it was uh, White Buffalo did an acoustic set at this little bar that's gone now. But they were doing this acoustic set, and it was hilarious. There was this guy. 
he would he was yelling at everybody that held their phone up. So we were taking pictures and we were taking yeah. video, which whatever. If you're not gonna watch the show, you're not gonna watch the show. But this guy took it on himself to be the enforcer and he would scream at everybody and start yelling oh. at him and try to intimidate him. And then his girlfriend held her phone up. <laughs> and, and I yelled at her and he gave me a look and I said, Don't I was like, dude, don't you even dare. You've been yelling yeah. at everybody all night. Put the phone away if you want it to be fair. Like, don't don't be an yeah. able, right? The guy was a total prick, but it was it was yeah. pretty funny because he had no leg to stand on. He's like, oh okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't say that I've had a bunch of bad performances that would maybe sway me from you know not going to a concert in the future. But something like Coachella and Red Hot Chili or Red Hot Chili Peppers, Rage Against the Machine, I think I would be like, yeah, like the venue. I think is probably the problem for me right. more so than the uh, performer. I wouldn't think, I mean, it's not even the venue. I think a big part of it is just the other people and the sheer amount of people that are going to be there that would drive me yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now. Because I've been to been... some really good venues, sorry. But, like, even, uh, I mean, Depeche Mode was amazing. I saw them play uh, a long time ago now. But, like, they were really good. I saw a band of horses at an outdoor venue in Portland. They were unbelievable. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah. yeah so there's not, you know, it's not always the venue itself. Just some, sometimes it's also what's around you and who you're with, right? Now, because of this coronavirus and everything at home, have you participated or joined or watched any of those like at-home concerts that different artists are doing? No, so none of the concerts. Uh, I have seen a lot of ads for them, but I just, you know, I've got, I, I don't have, I don't think the patience to just sit there and listen to it. So, um, no, but I've been doing uh, a lot of uh, trivia nights. We've been doing, in fact, last night was a virtual beer fest, so... I can't recall exactly who organized it, but it's uh, essentially you signed up for it. It was like 32, 33 bucks, whatever it was. Uh, you get 10 beers. Well, beer, cider. There was a hard water and uh, something else. What's in hard there. water? Like that alcohol. Like uh, uh, white, yeah, white, yeah, claw white claw. Kind of thing? Like white claw. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Different, but it was like it's some craft deal. The guy, yeah. so they had. It was a YouTube deal, right? So you get they delivered the beers to me. I had them in the fridge, and they have this thing, and they show they go through each brewery and they talk a little bit about their beers. And dude, the the cider guy or the sorry the the hard water or hard seltzer guy, what a tool! Like he just <laughs> he came across as such like a kind of a self absorbed sort of jerk. Like you know? he was changing the world with oh, his yeah. product? Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, you know, we were at this party, and I just, you know, I'd miss being in the beer industry. And, and I saw this thing, and I, you know, I make all these awesome films because I'm such an awesome filmmaker. And, like, you know, then I made these brand films, and I was at this party, and they had White Claw. I was like, oh, I, I should make one of those. It'll be better. And you're just like, dude, shut up. Yeah. It just didn't. Interesting. Yeah. yeah but it, it was, you know, so it, it was kind of cool. And then the guy, the host guy, um, would do like little, like they had, he was talking about who's a brewery X. They were at brewery X. Okay. And he was talking to the girl from there and then they were eating hot wings while they were sampling beer. There was one <laughs> where like the guys from Sculpin, uh, which would be Ballast Point, right? The guy at Ballast Point, they did one where they had Sculpin, regular Sculpin with a piece of pineapple, regular Sculpin with a piece of habanero to see how it compared to those actual so, beers. So it's kind of like a, was this like a Zoom conference that was then broadcast on YouTube? Or how are they switching locations and stuff? With I, all think, the I think they just cut together a, a video. Like, I don't think it was really, like, anything about it was live. Okay. Well, in fact, I know it wasn't. Then there was a big chat. And then the uh, they had, like, 
a couple different artists perform, like music musicians. Okay. Mm, I mean, this one guy did a couple Sublime covers, which... Yeah. I get it. We live in Orange County. Sublime's actually from Long Beach. Just get over it. Uh, yeah. There was... Yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was marginally entertaining, but it was funny. By the time it started, so it started at 7, I wasn't super into, like, I didn't even really want to drink. So I had, I had one beer. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I've got a bunch of stuff left in the fridge, but there's, it was interesting to watch the chat and I kind of participated a little bit, but I, I get the feeling that there's a lot of people that don't live alone and it probably would be more fun if you didn't live alone. <laughs> it would be more social. Cause I mean, typically when right. you go to like a, a beer tasting, you're only getting like a, you know, a sampler, you're not getting yeah. a full thing. So, I mean, obviously sitting there drinking 10 beers over the course of the night. Well, and a couple of them were, were 16, so it wasn't, or, yeah, 16s. So they oh, were yeah. tall cans. So, like, it's a lot of beer. The money, though, is good. I mean, you figure it was uh, six bucks or something a beer, or, I'm sorry, four bucks for something a beer. That's actually not bad at all. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, I just, you know, in many cases wished it had been better beer. But there was, like, Gunwale had Baitball. That's a good, solid IPA. Um, How did you... How did you find out about this thing? Was it like an online? I saw it on, I want to say it was like Facebook or something. I was just scrolling through and saw it and realized that, oh, it's only X amount of money and was like, well, whatever. And then there were a couple friends that we were going to do it all together and do like a Zoom thing and they all kind of flaked out on it. So whatever. So you order the beer like what? Or you signed up two weeks ago, a week ago? Uh, like, I want to say it was a couple weeks ago, like a week and a half ago. It was through Eventbrite. So, okay, and then when did you get the beer delivered? They brought it on Thursday. And is it like a UPS thing or is it some courier? It was some courier, yeah. There was some courier. I don't know if it's maybe they got one of the breweries to help or whatever, but yeah, it was it was a courier dropped off a box. It was supposed to have swag in it. I got nothing, so I'm not really sure what that's all about. But uh, you know, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't really need anything either, though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, great, I got a bottle opener. Yay. Yeah, yeah. So it would be cool to have gotten like maybe a glass or something would have been nice, but yeah, yeah it's fine. So they're doing one. I guess they're going to do one for LA. They said they were probably going to do one for Orange County. So they're kind of trying to do uh, more events like that, which is cool. But it's it's interesting to see how much stuff is sort of moving to that virtual space. Like I said, I mentioned trivia. So we've been doing, no, there's a normal trivia night on Tuesdays at Chapman Crafted that I usually walk over to. And since right. I haven't been able to do that, Sean, who hosts that, he hosts other events as well. But he's been hosting that at uh, what was that? It's a neighbor with a with a bike rolling by. All right. Um. So he's been hosting uh them online on Fridays. Well, it's Thursday, Friday. I don't know, whatever. But those are pretty fun. He does it all through like Google Docs, and you have you know Zoom meetings with friends and teams, right. and it's actually pretty cool. We won the first uh, week he did it. And then the second week, I think we ended up in fourth. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I know Jalopnik is doing like a Friday night like automotive trivia thing. Oh, that's cool. And then my wife found some Bob's Burger trivia thing that like, Wednesday or Thursday night that we haven't done yet. And then my uh, my gym was doing a trivia night. They had their first night was last night. It right. was a '90s themed trivia night, so that was pretty fun. Did you kill it? Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I do good at, at '90s crap. Were you the winner? And, uh, I don't know. I wasn't, I didn't care enough to keep score. Oh, okay. So we were just playing to have fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The yeah. one that like Sean's doing is more of a, a, uh, 
like it's through Google Docs and he's scoring right. it. Right, he's and, scoring it and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. So it's funny though because he's doing it on YouTube, so he can't really give you like he can't do a music round because right, right, because they'll YouTube block him. Will crack yeah. Out on it. yeah. So like that round has been, I think it's five rounds, and that round has been, it's been hard. It's been like here's the lyrics to a song. He should just like hum it. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. I wonder if you could or get away with that. Or play with a kazoo. Yeah, I don't know if you could get away with it though. As a cover, I think you can. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. it, it just—it's pretty funny. So there's—that's all pretty cool. But all the yeah, all the virtual stuff's interesting. The, I like trivia, so that's always yeah. fun. Um, man, there was something else too. Oh, we've been doing virtual happy hours through work yeah. and through. Uh, I did one last week too with uh, with some of our other motorcycle friends. So it was fun. Yeah, I did a uh, virtual lunch with some buddies on Thursday, and then a virtual happy hour at 5 p.m. on Friday with coworkers and stuff. Yeah, and it is kind of interesting just to socialize because, I mean, granted, I mean, we would probably do happy hour of some sort with my, you know, with selected coworkers maybe right. once a month or once yeah. every, like, you know, five, six weeks. We've but, done it before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you and I have done it. Yeah. And so it's, it's just interesting now doing it virtually. And but it's kind of, but you know, it's funny. It's sort of the same. It is, but it isn't because I think – at least when we meet up, we would try maybe – well, actually, we would always go to the same brewery, but we would always try something different. Whereas with me, it's like my beer selection is pretty consistent. It's just right. Modelo, Modelo Negro. That's mostly it because <laughs> I'm not a huge IPA fan. Right. And like the other day, I was like, oh, I should get some beer. So I walked over to BevMo, yep. and I'll just grab, I'll grab some singles or whatever. They had a, a table at the front door. They blocked off the store. And they were only doing um, online orders. And so for me, because I'm not that particular of a beer drinker, I kind of want to see and look at right. the can and look at, and see what's available. Right. Because otherwise, I don't really know what the hell I'm looking for. Yeah. So because it was just online shopping only, that option was, was taken away. So unfortunately, I just have the, uh, the regular staple beers in the fridge. I still... Uh... Luckily, there's the liquor store down here I can walk to, and they're letting you in, but just in, in limited numbers. And then uh, Bradley's is still open, which is usually where okay. I end up going, even though, um, you know, it's a, not like a super far drive, but I've got to drive. And I don't, I, had to, I haven't been driving much, actually, which is weird. Yeah. This morning, uh, we, had a, we had a craving for uh, some McDonald's breakfast. No. Nope. So I went through the drive-thru, but I, I took my wife's car because she hasn't driven in probably two and a half, three weeks. And I was like, ah, I'll drive it around and give it a nice little Italian t- uh, tune-up and <laughs> rev it out a little and play with There's There's yeah. been a couple times where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go grab something like to eat or whatever. And then I just look on DoorDash and I end up just getting stuff delivered because it ends up being not really that much more. Yeah. The, the only thing I, I, I question with DoorDash is like somebody's got to pay for the DoorDash service. So usually it's the restaurant that's giving DoorDash a cut of the action to make it of value to DoorDash. And yeah. with the restaurants totally struggling. I don't, I mean, to, to your point, I have no idea how the economics of it breaks down, yeah. who's paying what part of it. Um, but, you know, there's been a couple times where it's just, like today, I'll, as an example, and it hasn't been for anybody like local, but I wanted a sandwich, so I ordered something. But 
I was in a position where I knew we were going to be recording and I had to, uh, the printer was about to run out of filament. I was like, shit, I don't quite have enough time to sit here and wait for this to go and run out and get food and then be back in time. So I ended up just ordering something. Yeah. I, I've used like Grubhub and some of those apps to order for pickup. Mm-hmm. But, and I don't even know how that works because I'm assuming that the restaurant would have to. They must do still some- give something. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, Grubhub's running the, the back end, the ordering, the, the menu, and all that stuff. But, right. Did that. I, I did do, um, there's a local ice cream shop um, that was doing a charity fundraiser where you could buy a scoop of ice cream. And they would donate it to first responders, oh, and so cool. they pick, they pick a different venue or a different organization. And right. so, this weekend their fundraiser was for Mission Hospital down in Mission Viejo, California. Yep. So I bought five scoops of ice cream for some, you know, nurses, doctors, and ER workers or whatever it may be. That's super cool. And yeah, I didn't get any ice cream for myself, but I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'll do that. Yeah. No, there's been there's been a lot of really cool charity stuff, and I think it's neat to see people kind of pulling together and and you know helping out. And there was I don't know, did you watch this thing last night? It was a global citizen or something like that. Where they had all the musicians <clears throat> yeah, play and stuff. Yeah. And it was on NBC or something. I didn't watch any of it, but I heard. I about think it was it. on a couple of networks. Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch it either, um, but I, I knew it was going on just because I saw stuff in social media. Right. But. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear anything about it until somebody actually had texted me last night and said that that's what they were doing. They were watching that. I don't know what that is. So, yeah, live TV. Who would watch that? Yeah, it's gross. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> you can't pause it. Right. Well, actually, I guess you can even with the DVR. But yeah. So speak. Speaking of picking picking things up, that's been sort of weird because so uh, I want to say like a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, I dropped my phone. Um, which is not a good thing, but I dropped it kind of right on the screen. And luckily I had a screen protector on it because I'm paranoid. I'm that guy. But it shattered the screen protector, so I needed a new one. And I was, okay. I had bought this one at Best Buy, so I went on, found the same one, uh, went to add it to my cart. You can't actually go into Best Buy. No, you have to call them when you're outside, right? Yeah, so you get a, well, sort of. So they have like people at the head of the parking lot. The parking lot was all coned off. And you pull up, and they um, they check your information. They you know get all your whatever, and I guess they kind of radio in the store, tell you where to park, and then they come out and bring it out to you. It was it was kind of weird, but honestly, if if there's no need to browse, so much better. Yeah, like yeah. if you know what you want, and it's not like oh I want to go look at TVs and see right right. I'm not like actually trying to look at anything. I'm just I know what I want. Just want to get in and out. Way better. Yeah, we were. On a, on a walk with – or I was on a walk with my wife and son earlier today. And again, you know, it's just a nice little two-mile loop around the neighborhood and sh- local shopping centers. And there's a Starbucks that is doing their – it's not a drive through location. It's just a regular brick-and-mortar location. Right. But they were doing curbside service. And so you had to place all your orders in the mobile app. So my wife places the order. And then by the time we crossed the street – and walked up to the Starbucks, the order was ready. Was ready. Yeah, it was it was amazingly quick. But my wife was thinking, she's like, I wonder if that's gonna become a thing where the like if you've ever gone to Japan, there are some restaurants where you have to order outside using a kiosk right. because there's only one employee inside and they're just in the kitchen. They're not right. There's no cashier, there's nothing like that. 
And so she was wondering if, if this was going to become a thing for the future where there would be restaurants or businesses that were basically, even if they had a physical location, you had to do everything on your phone. So that eliminated the need for a cashier. And then you just pick up the item and you take it somewhere else and enjoy it offsite. Like total ramen shop. Yeah. yeah. Totally like a Japanese ramen yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. They had a Japanese ice cream shop that we went to that was like that same, same thing. I wouldn't be opposed to it. However, like we were talking about before, like I can't wait to go like sit at the Korean barbecue restaurant or there is some stuff that I would not want takeaway. Um, yeah. I was, you know, the family and I were talking the other day about food and it was like, oh, we, you know, we should order sushi and I can't do it. I cannot bring myself to do delivery or takeaway sushi. Yeah, just because you question like the freshness of it all, and well, I just like, like, I, I feel like by the time it got to my house, it would be warm, and I don't want warm sushi. Yeah, like there's there's some things like same thing with um, like I would never get gas station sushi. Uh, yeah, I mean maybe in Japan maybe. Yeah, but in this in the U.S. No. Yeah, like, there's I, definitely I, some stuff that just doesn't make me feel comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I've never had a hot dog or a slice of pizza that from a 7-Eleven. Really? Like, it's something strange. Well, to me, it's like, I don't know how long it's been sitting there for. Granted, well, it's probably been the there fun. since sometime earlier that day. Right. But I don't know if it's been there for an hour or if it's been there for, like, eight hours. I feel like you haven't lived unless you've had a big bite. <laughs> yeah, I probably haven't lived. Yeah, just just you got to do it once. Take the gamble. Their nachos are pretty good. Well, they used to be good. I don't know if they still are. We yeah, used to get those. I, I don't kids. know. Like Seven Eleven is go to for like Slurpee. Yeah, you know, packaged snacks, packaged drinks, and stuff. But anything from their hot and ready or whatever they call it uh, counter service, not so much. Especially in the U.S. In Japan. Not a problem. Yeah, I was going to say, it's funny because in Japan, it's all really good. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten uh, fried chicken from a 7-Eleven in Japan. Yep. I've gotten a slice of pizza. I've gotten a hot dog. Like, all the stuff that I wouldn't eat here in the U.S. from a 7-Eleven, I've had in Japan without any qualm. Yeah, I look, I, I every once in a while, and no, it's been years. It's been a really, really long time. But I, I can't say I've not had a hot dog. I've definitely had a big bite. <laughs> and yeah, they're not it, bad they of, just exist right it's just there but I, yeah. I think it's like if I'm driving somewhere and I need to get food there's like so many other options that I would go to before I would go to a 7-Eleven yes unless your only option is a gas station well and the strange thing is growing up we would go to the local AMPM to get frozen yogurt because at that time Frozen yogurt was still sort of a novelty, and it wasn't like there was, uh, you know, Golden Spoon or Pink Berry or any of those Froyo yeah. shops that are everywhere these days. That didn't exist back in the late '80s, early '90s, and so the local AMPM was our frozen yogurt hotspot, and so I was okay with that. Yeah, I've noticed that there's a lot of gas stations now, and I can think of two of them around here that have thrifty ice cream. Really? Yeah, and like the actual scoop. Yeah. Not not just like a we sell a pint of it, but yeah, they have an actual little thrifty ice cream counter, which is no way. It's weird. I I wouldn't buy it, at, especially not not. And the, the gas station's super clean. It's a nice gas station, but yeah, I don't think to myself, 
I really want an ice cream. I'm going to go to the gas station. Well, like one of the uh, gas stations near my office has a subway inside. And so you can right. walk into the gas station and then go to the subway counter and get a subway sandwich. Yeah. But I'm not a subway fan. So like that has no appeal to me to begin with in the first place. But it does seem kind of odd as I've seen coworkers walk over there and that's their lunch destination is the gas station subway. There's well, it's kind of like when you're you know you're driving like up the five right, and you stop at any of those places to get gas, and they've always got a Wendy's court, or a Burger yeah. King or something attached to them. Like it's not that big of a deal. Some places though, legitimately good fried chicken from yeah. gas stations in the south. Yeah, I, I've seen some of those, and I've also seen some of the uh, some of those things where it's like an older gas station that's gone out of business, but they convert the service shop convenience store yep. into like a standalone restaurant. Well, that's uh, at the circle here. They're building, they're putting in a Phil's Coffee, and that used to be a gas station. And then across the street, I think Filling Station used to be a gas station too. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's cool when they convert stuff. But uh, there's a there's a gas station in St. Helena, California, that is still a gas station, but also has a super fancy coffee shop. Oh yeah. Instead of a shop, yeah. So the pump, it's weird. The pumps are all card up, and there's no attendant. The coffee shop is not necessarily part of the gas station but it's in the gas station it's not owned by the same company from what i hear yeah in uh in michigan in in the detroit area there's a restaurant called the vincetta garage okay that's that's pretty rad and it's it was an old service shop and they have like the full history of the location and everything like that and they still have the pumps out front but they've been retrofitted to be ev charging stations so you can oh, still pull cool. up plug in your car and then get some to eat. And uh, they've got some automotive memorabilia inside. So it's a sit-down restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so they've got like a, uh, a slingshot dragster up hanging up above and, and some pretty cool stuff oh, like that. Cool. And like the walls and the floors, like you can see the patina and, and the, the history right. in the building. And that I, I find kind of cool. Yeah, I know. I like that kind of stuff. Do you remember uh... – Man, what was it called? Speed Cafe or something like that? When we were kids, there was one. It was on New... I want to say it was on PCH. It was a sit-down restaurant, but the whole theme was race cars. So they had like all this race memorabilia everywhere. It was kind of like a hard rock, but for racing. Cars. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd, I didn't remember that growing up. But like uh, the the Fuddruckers yeah. uh, growing up, they would have a car show every like Tuesday or Thursday yeah. night or something like that. And so I would always kind of associate that restaurant with hot rods because that's right. what was in the parking lot but the the only restaurant i can think of that kind of has that vibe is the quaker steak and lube which i went to in iowa i've never and, been to one i've heard of them i've never been to one yeah it's it's a weird mix of like small town charm mm. with like corporate chain experience like mm. You go in the restaurant and they have cars on like four post lifts. So you're eating your dinner underneath like a classic Mustang. What? But what if it drips on you? Well, it's probably not all. The, there's probably no fluids in the car. Okay. It, it might not even have an end. It might just be a plastic engine or something that's in the place of it or whatever. Got but it. yeah, it, it was a weird vibe, but they had a, there was, it was a chain. There was a couple of them. Yeah. But that was kind of a an odd crossover. Yeah, like I said, I've, I've heard of it. I've never never been to one, but hmm, yeah. it's very interesting. So are, 
Are you noticing any weird like targeted ads when you're you're scrolling through social media these days? <laughs> so uh, I got got I got got by one. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I we've I think we've talked about this before. I'm a shoe guy. I like shoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Nike usually, right? Usually Nike, but I really I'm a big New Balance fan. Um, okay. So I do like a couple other brands of stuff. Um, so I actually got an ad from I think it was from Roadrunner for some okay, shoes, yeah. and ended up picking up a pair of uh, a new pair of New Balance that'll be here later this week. But they're they're sort of like um, they kind of look almost like the older fly knit. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that that kind of knit construction to them, and they're sort of like a multicolor, like pink, yellow, green, like a. I don't know how to describe it. I have to. Let see if I have that sounds obnoxious, and it sounds like something I would wear. You yeah, have to, yeah, yeah. to send me that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I feel like that. I was talking to somebody about. Oh, hey, shoes. I don't even remember yeah. what it was about. And right? then all of a sudden, it shows up in your your news feed. Yeah, exactly. Here, I'll show you the. I don't know if you can. Oops. Oh, those are kind of rad. Yeah, they're that super cool. So. I, uh, I'm pretty pumped to get those, but yeah, that's kind of been it. Um, the, the reason why I was asking you is because, uh, I was making a joke that like nobody needs to wear pants anymore because you know, we're all staying at home Yeah. and, and then I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed and I see an ad for Levi's. Everything's 40% off. <laughs> that's awesome. I want people to buy pants. Yeah. You're going to need pants still. No, yeah. it's weird. I haven't seen anything like super, super like that. Um, mostly just, you know. Stuff I would normally see, but I haven't seen anything, at least for me. Oh, yeah, nice. 40% off site-wide. Yep, Levi's.com, yo. Yeah, let's see. Let's. I'm going to look at my Instagram and see what the first ad is on here. The The other one I've been seeing a lot of is Ni- random. Nike. Nike is the first ad. I, I've been seeing a lot of random uh, face mask ads. Like That's, from yeah, random I have, companies. I have seen a lot of those, which is pretty obnoxious. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, some of it is like, all right. And some of them are doing like interesting charity angles where you buy one, they'll donate one kind of thing. Right. Like right. Tom's, but they're donating them instead of to some third world country. The masks are getting donated to like, I guess, local hospitals. But you would think that they wouldn't want a cloth mask. They'd be going for the fancier N95 stuff. Yeah, I think right now people are sort of kind of taking a little bit of everything they can get. Like, There's such a problem even getting stuff. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, with cats yeah. flipping you off. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's in my feed. Right. It's like. No. So I um speaking of masks, though, I'm still printing parts for face masks. I've got a box of like, geez, I think I'm just over. I got a hundred pieces that I need to send down to get uh, to the shop to get finished this week. I was gonna say, how are you guys doing that? You're sending the frames to somebody else to put the actual shield portion on? Yeah. So. Uh, three of us are printing frames. I think three of us, maybe four of us now are printing frame parts and then those get shipped. Well, I'm sending mine to my buddy shop in San Diego. Then he, he's been cutting the shields, got a laser cutter, laser cutter, and he's cutting all the shields and he's printing and his brother's printing. They're assembling everything, getting everything cleaned, assembled, all, you know, protected or whatever. And then that's getting shipped to hospitals that request them that need them. So, yeah. It's been interesting to see, like, the the PPE stuff. I mean, there's still demand for it. I'm still seeing my buddies that are making them in, in their in their shops, in their garages, yeah. doing stuff. So it's I'm still seeing that output. I'm just kind of curious to see when does that taper off, or does it? Yeah, it'll be interesting, right? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know uh, if it ever tapers off, and I have a feeling that let's say it does taper off the second we have another 
issue or another virus comes around, it comes back, right? So right, right. I think that demand yeah. will kind of always be there. It'll just maybe ebb and flow. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things because we're starting to see now, like where there are protests or demonstrations where people are saying, "Hey, open up the state, open up the city, whatever it is. Let's yeah. get back to normal." And I'm sure you know if that happens in some locations where they do return to normal, maybe perhaps too soon. Yeah, preemptively. Then, yeah, then you'll see that that demand spike again for additional PPE to help you know rec- rectify that situation. The yeah, so there was a protest yesterday in Huntington Beach, and I understand you know the frustration, and I understand that people need to to be making money, get back to work, and uh, I get all of that. However, you know, there's, there's something to be said for finding another way to kind of, you know, when you're just clustering in these big groups, you know, it's like these churches that said, yeah. Oh, we're, we're going to do it anyways. And you know, there, I think one, actually there was this church that was still meeting. They had like 1500 people a week or whatever coming yeah. to, their, to their deal. Right. And the, the pastor died of COVID-19. So right. It, <laughs> We get it, right? There, people are frustrated. I understand, and I'm frustrated. I want to go outside. I'd love to go to an office again. And I mean, normally I would say I'd, I never want to step foot in an office again, but I, I want to see people, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and I get it. But if we don't take this seriously, and you, you know, people go right back, and their protest is to have thousands of people grouped in one spot, you're kind of missing the point. Well, especially when you have clear historical evidence, you know, it's right. that. If you don't learn from your past, you're bound to repeat it. Well, look at the Spanish flu. When you look at certain cities that were kind of relaxing the restrictions in place and were doing things, and then all of a sudden you see the numbers spike in the weeks following that, you realize that's a mistake. Right. And here are people 100 years later not paying attention to that history and being like, oh, we'll be fine. Well, I guess history proves, if nothing else, that we are by nature selfish. Yeah, but I almost wonder if that's just Americans are being worse at that than other nations are. Uh, I, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know if other nations are protesting and they're, you know, they're f- as frustrated. I'm sure everybody is. But, yeah, you know, again, we've got a I know it's hard, but, you, you know, you got like, OK, if you're in. I don't know, Wyoming or Montana and you don't want to stay inside. Fine. I don't care. There's seven of you. Right. When you look at the density per square mile and there's like eight people in a square mile. Right. But yeah. when you're Huntington Beach, right? It's like right. all these people that are pissed off Disneyland still closed. Like, really? Would you go? And actually, they probably would because they're a bunch of dum-dums. But, you know, the, I get it. You're upset. You're mad. There, There is something to be said. Like, yeah, the economy is going to be in a shit situation for a while. It sucks. I don't want to see anybody lose their job or struggle. You know, I think that the, without getting super political, I mean, even the bailout's kind of a joke because oh, look yeah. at all look at all these companies that aren't saying, oh, hey, you know, we'll suspend your, like suspend mortgages and car payments and insurance payments. And you know what? Put it on the back end. That's fine. So your lease is another extra three months or whatever. Nobody's saying don't take your money, right? But rather than be a selfish prick, why don't you help people actually get through this crisis and don't furlough? Like that's a, that's a big thing. I've heard a lot of, Companies are furloughing car payments, which basically means that the person that has no income for three months is now expected to pay four months of payments at once. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like right. that's that's not helping anything. I think that's causing 
a lot of the uncertainty and the frustration. And when people are frustrated and uncertain, yeah, they're going to do what we'll call kind of dumb stuff and go congregate in front of a, you know, the, the Huntington beach city hall and yell at people like in protest. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if there is some sort of a spike in outbreaks, like in Huntington beach or whatever in the coming weeks because yeah. of that just exposure. Right. When so. it, and it's, this is a hard one too, because I could have it now and not know. Right, 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 and then that's that's the the scariest part is that you're. It's not like with a regular cold. I mean, you pretty much know with a regular cold right away, and you're you know you know how long you're contagious for, and that's that's fine. It's the fact that you don't know, and I go and like let's say I you know I interact with fifteen people, and those fifteen people with another ten people a piece, and like it's just it's exponential, and that's the problem. Yeah, so yeah, I I do hope that you know, once we kind of get towards this all clear stage that this pandemic helps change American behavior. You know, I can't tell you how many people I know that are, that brag that they, they, they've never taken a sick day. You know, they're always going to work even if they have a cold or a flu. You know, if we change as a society to stay at home when we're sick, wear a mask to prevent others from getting sick and, and start thinking about others Right. More than just yourself, that would be a nice, nice change or a nice outcome to this pretty shitty situation. That kind of stuff is definitely not what you should be bragging about. But I think also we've created this sort of society that, you know, oh, you're not, if you take a sick day or you take a vacation or whatever, like you're less of, uh, you're not as good as the person that doesn't. Our priorities are wrong. It's such a weird brag. Like people go, oh, I'm too busy to take a vacation. It's like, no, take that vacation. Right. You need to recharge. Right. Yeah. It, it and it's a weird. It's especially the sick thing, right? Like the lack of, I guess, empathy, compassion kind of that leads to people saying, oh, I can't take a sick day because well, whatever. And it's rewarded. Right. Like I know elementary school or once you graduate high school, like there are some districts that will hand out oh, certificates for zero absences for 12 right. years. Like that kid was sick. Had to be. Several. Right. Yeah. Right. The, um, I, I, the one thing I do hope, like I know there's a lot of companies that have had a no work from home policy. And I really hope that this allows people to work from home. I think that we're at a point now where 80% of these people probably don't have to go to work every day or don't have to be in the office. I think employers need to be a little more trusting. It's one way to, help reduce, you know, some of those emissions and congestion. And like, it goes a long way towards, I think just even better mental health. Like I know I'm happier. Like even when, when I was with the former company and I could work, you know, when they started doing work from home and that was okay. And you know, you would do it a a day or two a week, like mentally it made you feel a little bit better. You kind of felt like you were not just slaving away for, uh, for the purpose of slaving away. So I think there's a lot of benefits to it and I hope that it's something they let continue. Yeah. It'll be interesting to kind of see how like after this, because of so many new norms that we've, we've become accustomed right. to this more reliance on like online ordering for food, for groceries, being able to work from home, how much of this sticks once we're able to kind of go back into work or go back into stores or into restaurants and, and, how much of it kind of doesn't stick around because it either wasn't, you know, economical enough or just right. whatever the reason. 
that will be interesting. I mean, imagine if, you know, a lot of these companies, I don't know, maybe an insurance company is a good, a good uh, example, right? That probably doesn't really need an office. So what if they let most of their people work from home all the time, reduce their office space? You know, you end up cutting expenses even operating yeah. expenses and maybe you can you know make a more affordable product i don't know this is just yeah pine well, in the sky, and, I, but. and because you and i are kind of like you know in the automotive industry like yeah. that's one of the things you're starting to see is like will online car shopping become more of a bigger thing so instead of dealing with that dealership haggle experience can i just click buy now right. do my financing online and then either just go to the dealership to pick up the car or have it delivered but you know cut out all that awkward well, there, that's one benefit, I think, of this whole thing is that it's forcing industries like the automotive industry is a great example, right, to actually say, oh, yeah, we need to do this different. We know we should have done whatever uh, in the past, but now you're being forced to do that. And that forced change, yes, it's going to be problematic for a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of dealers will be very hard-pressed to make it through this, much like, like 2008. Um yeah, it's going to be a difficult yeah. time, right? For for all of that, I think um, the industry that I'm I'm like really really bummed about is uh, you know is, is the restaurant industry for the reason that I mean, and this is just kind of from what I've read in my opinion mixed together, I suppose. But all the neighborhood stores are going to be like all the neighborhood restaurants are the ones that are going to suffer. Like you look at right. this whole bailout thing, like what is it? Ruth Chris got $20 billion or something stupid. 20 like, million, 20 million, sorry, they, $20 million. But they're a giant chain that puts money in the bank. Like they're well, not, the crazy thing they're is, not the restaurant down the street that I want to go to. It's frustrating. Right. And the crazy thing is, is they played the system right. because technically no company should have gotten more than $10 million in loans. Right. They had a subsidiary. So they each applied the parent company and the subsidiary. So they each applied, both got a total of 20 million. Right. So 10 million a piece. But yeah, you're right. The, the mom and pop shop down the street that just really needed a hundred grand or 50 grand, to, you know, give them another couple of months got nothing. Well, there's the money. Yeah. Either the money was dried up or their application just wasn't accepted. Right. Yeah. And the, it's all those little restaurants that really add to your neighborhood, add to the, the place that you live, your life. Like, there, yeah. you know, we don't need McDonald's to get bailed out. We need but, the so place McDonald's down the street to get bailed because out because it's a franchise. Well, right? right. So it's a mix. It's a mix. But, but at the like, same time, Chris? if you look at like the companies that are getting money, so it's fast food. Like fast foods have been a big deal, right? Oh. It's not. I'm saying it's it's it, it's sort of either the chains or the less healthy stuff that seems to be getting the bulk of the money. And then the the advisory panel, I can't. I tell you exactly who's on it, but there's an advisory panel for like the restaurant industry that is advising the government on how to like keep these restaurants in business. And there's no David Chang on it. There's no, right. uh, you know, it's, it's these huge restaurant tours or people, the franchise people or the people that yeah. really have no business, right. Being on that council. So it's, the interest is definitely in the larger company's hands, and that's it's that's the, frustrating. It's the companies that can afford a lobbyist, right? That are kind of steering this along. Yeah, well, like there's dude, my little taco place down the road. Like, it, I I pray that they make it out of this because they are awesome. They're so good. The one that we've been to? Uh, no, there's that. So that's Taco Stand, but there's another one called Mikasa that I love, and okay, it's just yeah, this yeah. little family that runs it. Um, yeah. You know, there's a Mediterranean place down the down over in Tustin that I absolutely love. I don't know if they're gonna make it. Like it's. 
that's yeah. really frustrating and it's it's gonna suck and then having that like does, does stuff come back do people you know what do you do and it's all the jobs i mean between the automotive industry and the restaurant industry there's millions of people out of work oh for sure for sure and the other thing is is like once these once this return to normal starts yeah there's still gonna be restrictions to a certain extent you know so restaurants might be able to open up you can eat at the restaurant but Maybe they have to take out half the tables and half right. the chairs to space everybody. So when a restaurant was profitable with 100 diners a night, now can only handle 40 or 50 because of the spacing constraints. Right. That doesn't make things easy. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, that's where you're looking at. Yeah. and Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I really don't. But it it's really sad. It's really a frustrating yeah. situation to be in. And I get it. It makes you want to go protest. But please don't. Yeah, that that is interesting. And, <laughs> the one I saw a couple of posts that I thought were really kind of ironic, where it was a protester holding up a sign, uh, basically saying that they didn't want to wear a mask, and it was "My body, my choice." But wait, wait, what? My body, my choice. Meaning that they want no, to be able I, to. No, I I heard it, and I yeah. over a mask. But you also know that they're most likely against the 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 giving a woman the right to choose. The, you know. Oh, I'm sure. To, yeah. So it, it's interesting. Like you know, they have a problem with it when the other party does it, but when it benefits them or whatever, or when it infringes upon their rights or their perceived rights, then it becomes this weird. It's just proof that people suck. Yeah. Yeah, and this is one of those things where social media doesn't help. No, not at all. The news doesn't help. The, yeah, the news doesn't help. All these... Because, I mean, the... Yeah. Yeah. I... <laughs> it's just a big sigh. Oh, it totally is. I mean, it's just... It's so frustrating. And you get in these, like... These people are just... It's it's not helping. Everybody no, just stay no. home, please. Just stay <laughs> home. That's all I'm asking. Like... I mean, I'll, you know, I've gone for a drive. I have seen my niece and nephew. We've yeah. all not touched anybody for weeks. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's not the best thing in the world, but I know people that are, like, still hanging out with their friends and still drinking together and still, like, that's, that's not helping. Yeah. When I went for the, for the uh, walk with the family earlier today, it was pretty cool seeing a couple of neighbors were sitting out in the street with their chairs like eight feet apart, yeah. like sitting in a circle, like a big circle, just drinking beer, chilling, but keep into that social distancing. So, I right. mean, it is possible to play by the rules if you, you know, choose to abide by them. Right, right. Like, I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I would love to do, and I just keep refraining from doing it. Yeah. You know, because of that reason. Yeah, it's, I mean. Although it's I am just, gonna have to go to the grocery store tomorrow or later today, and I'm. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm putting my mask on, and I just need a few small things. But there was stuff that, so I ended up. Um, I did do a Target delivery order. Yeah. So I got some stuff from Target, but there's a few things that I just couldn't get that uh, I do still need. So I'll have to go to a different store, and I can't do Instacart. I came, I got one delivery uh, window last week, and that was it. Did you get your 32-pack of deodorant? 
Oh, it hasn't shown up yet. No, I don't even remember how many deodorants it is. Oh my god, it's gonna be interesting. The case when that fact, does, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be funny when that does show up. No, what uh, what else has shown up? I mean, I've got a lot of material for the face masks. That stuff all showed up. Um, I've been buying kind of little stuff here and there. Um, more stuff to keep me entertained. Yeah, uh, yeah. There is, there is. Uh, some Lego on the way because there's some new stuff coming out. Yeah, we don't have any Lego coming until because the the weird thing with the Lego US website is there's stuff that they have on the site, but you can't pre-order it. But in other countries, you can pre-order. Well, and it's weird. But, I don't know how they decide what they'll let you pre-order and what they won't. Because like I pre-ordered the the Star Wars helmets that they would let right. you pre-order that. I pre-ordered the Falcon Crest. Falcon Crest, that was called. Whatever, I don't Did know the you... the Mandalorian ship, but but like they've got some other stuff coming out that you can't pre-order. To your point, the Fast and Furious one you can't pre-order. Did you see the new Ducati? I did see it. It's, and it's you can't pre-order that one either. You can't. It's pretty cool. What's that come out in July? Um, yeah, I I like it, but I have the BMW, and I don't know if you've ever you ever saw it. Uh, the BMW GS. It's it looks like a Technic vehicle. It's not very. Yeah, I mean, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny the the BMW one. So it comes with the luggage. It has all three panniers, and they opened the wrong way. Like the way they were designed, they opened towards the back of the bike, which you wouldn't want because then if you're riding, it would rip the thing off. Yeah, so yeah. They all open from the back forward. So I actually re-engineered the whole thing and and fixed it so it opens the right way. Because was, only you would really notice that. Probably. Yeah. 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 So speaking of Lego, they finally had that the final episode of the uh, oh, that's right. Lego Masters. They did. Uh, they did. So it was what my uh, Boone and what's the two Boone? dudes in plaid and beards. Yeah, was it Boone and Mar- oh, Mark and Boone? And then it was the. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up the cast now. Yeah, the guy and his wife. Oh man, I don't remember their names. And then the guy in the onesie with his partner. So Sam and Jessica, that was the onesie and the partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, then she's the, couple, the, bow the girl. couple was Tyler and Amy. That's right, Tyler and Amy. And Mark and Boone. And then Mark and Boone. Yeah, okay. So I am now trying to remember what they did. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was anything they, they wanted. They could build whatever they wanted. Right. And they had to, but they had to do a little, like, sort of a, a draft, I guess you would say, a sketch. Yeah. Right, so a real small version of it. I thought the we're getting into spoilers. So if you're really into Lego Master and you haven't seen it yet, stop here or just keep listening, and you're gonna hear all about it. The team that won, I don't think should have won. The team that won was solid throughout the show. They like had they, really they, cool characters they built. They had a lot of really yeah. neat stuff that they built. But from just looking at the build itself, I think Mark and Boone should have won. See, I like the Peacock. I thought it was cool, but I didn't think it was winning cool. Because there was no... If they had put a motor in it and somehow, like, you know, yeah. maybe the monkey was moving and the Peacock, like, moved a little feathers, bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was a little bit more to it, that would have been absolute home run. But I think that, like, the, the Mark and Moon had that paintbrush, right? That you put the paintbrush in the can and it that turned was parts. Cool. Yeah, they had some really neat stuff. So I thought that was that was really cool. Um, I don't even remember what the other team built. They built a... The, the, oh, the, the castle? Griffin. 
Yeah, yeah defending its against a lizard yeah, monster thing. I, I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. That's it. Yeah, I, I guess the the grand prize besides the the hundred thousand dollar cash prize was that the winning design would be displayed at the new Lego Hotel in New York or something like that. Or yeah, we got a new Lego Land opening. Yep, yep, yep. Which is, I mean, that's pretty cool. Like to build something and have that. It's all. It's like on those cooking shows when one of the prizes or like the prize for that uh, that challenge is that your recipe goes into a magazine or is on the cover of something. That's pretty cool, man. Well, and. And so w- taking that into consideration, that's why I thought the peacock was the coolest, just because they kind of forced you to walk around it. Right, right. I can see and that. It's a, and it's a static display. Yeah. I like. I just liked that building that they had. I mean, a huge height. There were there was a ton of stuff going on. Yeah, the minifigures are hilarious. Like, the, the way they've got, like, the way they're painting with, like, the paint cannon, and it's almost like it's shooting them off. Like, there was some really cool stuff they were doing. The that they integrated into that. I was disappointed that I really did think it would be a two hour finale. I thought it'd be yeah. longer, but there was really, really little time devoted to the actual build. Yeah. There wasn't a lot. Then a lot of detail. Yeah. I, I wonder like, you know, if this ends up becoming available for streaming, like on, I mean, granted, I was streaming it on Hulu, but it's yeah. basically just taking the the network broadcast. But I know some shows will actually give you more instead of cutting it down to a a forty four minute episode or forty eight minute whatever. They'll give you a full fifty five minutes or something like that, so you get oh, a little right. extra content. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think the. Uh... I think it could be cooler. I think there's a lot of stuff that they can do. Um, I, I'd be curious, and I haven't seen any of them. There's a British version and an Australian version. Yeah, and I was going to say, do you think this show comes back? I don't think it was a ratings juggernaut, so... I I would be surprised if it came back, but disappointed if it didn't. Yeah. Because it's, it's fun. Kinda... It wasn't anything like... It was a fun show to watch. I, I'm not going to say it changed anything about my life or blew me away or uh i didn't really learn anything as far as like new technique goes because they didn't get enough into that but it was entertaining enough that it was something to sort of look forward to i did find myself as like when it first start started so watching the same thing on hulu couldn't see it until thursday right so the show show airs on wednesday can't watch it till thursday i did notice that when it first came out i was right away okay gotta watch it the finale I didn't actually watch until Friday. I think we were the same way. Yeah, yeah. so it took me more and more time as the show went on to kind of even watch it. Which, but I also started losing track of what day it was because of the stay-at-home coronavirus thing, so I just forgot that it was Friday and the episode had already aired. Well, that's true, and so that's <laughs> why I use my calendar. <laughs> you bragging about your calendar. Dude, I, I have to use it. If I don't use my calendar, I will have no idea what I'm supposed to do with my life. Yeah. So I get. Were you? I get. It. I use. Were my you calendar. one of those people before the smartphone? You had like the the day planner organizer thing. No, no, no. I mean, I've had them, but I've never really used them. I just started like I got a, a habit of it because I would get so busy with work and everything else that it was just. And I'm the type of person that uh, I'll say, "Hey, we should do whatever on Saturday," and then I will either forget or have that same conversation with somebody else. So unless I write it down, I will never remember. 
Yeah, for things like that, I'll put those down. But to go, hey, put in the calendar, watch TV. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't put I didn't put watch TV in the calendar. Although my I, my point, well, I guess my the point of my comment was without the calendar, I too would not know what day it was. Yes, that's what yes. I meant. Um, which is you know, which is fine. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of Lego coming out, by the way, did you see so the little droid from the last Star Wars movie? The movie wasn't great, but the new little droid that J.J. Abrams did the voice for was kind of funny. Okay, well, okay. so they've got a one of him coming out that's I might end up picking up. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it, it's funny because I I know like a lot of the Lego Star Wars stuff sells quite well because right. I guess there's a lot of overlap between Star Wars fans and Lego fans. Right. I'm more of a Lego fan than I am a Star Wars fan, so some of these characters I don't recognize because I haven't seen the movies yet. Sure. So it's just like, all right. And it does seem like some of that stuff just gets repeated because, I mean, how many different X-Wings have there been? Oh, yeah. Like, well, that's kind of the – that's a little bit of the ridiculous part with Lego Star Wars to be specific is that they're – yeah, you get an A-Wing, an X-Wing, a Y-Wing, and then they just do another one and another one and another one. There's all these different versions. And some of them are cool. Some of them aren't. I usually pick and choose what I like and I'll get what I like, but a lot of the newer kind of movie stuff, those ships I don't really care about, but there's a lot of like, if you, you know, you look, get out of Lego star Wars and look at like a lot of the other themes. There's so much cool stuff. I've really enjoyed the, um, the hidden side sets. Oh yeah. yeah. We, uh, we bought one, uh, Grayson and I bought one for his, for I think Christmas or something like that. Yeah. Which one did you get? We'd seen it. And it's basically, if you don't know what that is, it's a Lego set that's like a normal set, but you use a app on your phone or your smart device or tablet, yep. and it uses augmented reality, and it maps to the Lego object to reveal a hidden side of the build. It's like ghosts. Supernatural. Yes. Yeah, so some of the characters are supposed to be like ghost hunters, and then there's actually like ghosts, and there's... Which, uh, which set did you get? It was like the RV one or something like that. It was some... The bus? The school bus? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have the school bus, and I've got like the shrimp boat, and I think I have... uh, Oh, there was a gift with purchase. It was like a dragster. I think they're kind of cool. I haven't really messed with the app too much. I've I've done it a couple times, but the, you know, adding that kind of gamification, still having that build element, I think is pretty cool, and they're neat designs. Um, Yeah. I like that the school bus comes with a porta potty that turns into a monster, which is pretty hilarious. The poop monster. Yeah, so that's cool. I mean, there, I do like that. There's, you know, the a lot of the city themes have some pretty rad stuff. The giant monster truck, burger monster, yes, burger truck, burger yeah, truck, Grayson, monster truck, whatever. Grayson doesn't listen to this podcast because it's too mature for him. But, yeah, it's uh, rated M for <laughs> maturity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his uh, grandparents have purchased that for him. Oh, right. They just haven't right. been able to get it to him yet. Right, right. So he, at some point, he will have that monster burger truck or taco truck or whatever it is. Yeah, that thing's super cool. The uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I like those. They've got – they have plenty of variety if you're, you know, looking for a Lego and you just want to try some. It's all the cars, the Speedmaster sets. Speedmaster? Speed Champions. Speed Champions, that's right. Yeah, I, I am still on the fence about the eight stud. Yeah, well, they haven't come up with anything new. So, I mean, the ones that we have, we're fine with. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what other cars they add to the collection. 
But yeah. I, I will say that because of Toys R Us going out of business, that has changed our target shopping pattern because there are now two aisles filled with Lego. So <laughs> right. when we make our, our, our target loop in the store, before we would just do the Hot Wheels aisle and then walk down the target aisle to see what was new and exciting. But now there's a, a third aisle, which is the second Lego aisle, right. that, will, that will go up and down to see what's coming or what's new or what's interesting. Interestingly, I've seen a lot of uh, – so there's a lot of sets that I think are getting released today, uh, technically. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's Target – or not Target, but Lego has a bunch of stuff coming out today. And I've seen photos and people purchasing them as of a week ago on the internet. So I guess some stores put stuff out early, but I've I've never seen that happen around us. Yeah, I, I haven't ever seen that either. But I almost wonder – like I remember as a kid – like, um, you know, DVDs came out on Tuesdays and CDs came out like on Tuesdays. So you would go to the store on the Tuesday release day to get the, and it was every week. Right. I almost wonder if Legos will get to that point where it's like, oh, it's Lego drop day. These are the, when the new, you know, bricks are coming out or whatever I it think, is. I think some of it is like specific to Lego. I know they do stuff for May the 4th. Which is Star Wars Day, you know, May the Fourth yeah. be with you. Get it? Be uh -huh. with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, yeah, I know they do some stuff for that. I think they're just. I have never noticed really a pattern to when the stuff comes out. Um, Lego, I mean, excuse me, Star Wars or non. I've I've never really seen any like consistent pattern. But I always like to go on the website and look at. You can specifically cycle down to the coming soon, and look through that stuff and see what kind of is on the on the radar. Yeah, I don't think I've done that. I've done the what's new and yeah. then looking at it that way, but that's only because it's I can go out and get it that same day if I wanted to or not. Well, not anymore. So, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the uh, I'm surprised actually at the amount of folks. So, when did I say I went driving yesterday? Did I drive yesterday? I don't know. Whatever. I drove on a day, and I am actually surprised at the number of people on the road it seems like it's increasing yeah I, I think people are just starting to kind of either get a little anxious and want to go somewhere or do something right or it's well we're fine this is no big deal let's just go out kind of i don't know which is which but i will say yeah i i have seen more traffic on local roads right yeah i went uh I'd go on the freeway. I'd, man, this is bad because I don't remember when it was. I just know it was recently, and I don't know where I was <laughs> going. Uh, but I did go on the freeway the other day, and it was, man, it was crazy. It was more packed than I've seen it in, in a while, and that was a little weird. So there are yeah. people going out. I mean, even the um, the door or the target delivery person yesterday, was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday was telling me that the play, target was packed. Yeah, which is kind of like, ah. Oh. Which sucks, because I, like, like I said, I need to go to the grocery store, and I was hoping that it would be nobody. Yeah, I went. we went to uh, Pavilions yesterday, and that was the first time since this whole uh, coronavirus uh, situation where they were actually stopping people at the door and waiting till people... So they were trying to limit the number of people oh, yeah, in the store. Right, right. And they had also put signs up saying that you had to have a mask in order to go inside the store. 
so that was kind of a new twist. It's but, it's still a little weird to me, like the whole map. It's not weird. Like I I get it. I think it's a it's right the right thing to do. But you know, I think we talked about this last time. Like imagine being a clerk in a liquor store and wondering, am I gonna get robbed? Yeah, yeah, with every single person that comes in. I guess it just evens the play field. I don't I don't know. It's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh well. Yeah. I mean, it, if this is the worst that we have to put up with, is just some. You know, this, this oh, awkwardness cool and Yeah, this is nothing. Right. Other than you know, again it, the fact that, you know, I I just want to see other people. <laughs> yeah, and I hope that our local taco spot stays open, you know, and survives yep. this, but I don't even like people and I want to see them. That's how that's how stir crazy I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you a virtual hug. That's awkward. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. I don't know here through FaceTime. Uh, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, if it makes you feel better, I can take my shirt off. No, we're good. Thanks though. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> Jesus. uh, I mean, it's another week, right? We're, we're probably in this a few more weeks at least. Do you have any, anything that you've planned to sort of get out of the house? Are you going to do any activity or are you going to try and do something my wife and i have talked about you know could we plan a small vacation to palm springs like at the end of july beginning of august right you know so it's not there's no air travel it's an airbnb but you don't know if it's been busy so maybe it's just been sitting there for a couple of weeks vacant and you know so it's like yeah that has been like the closest to any sort of consideration we've had on, on what we could do uh, to kind of break up this monotony that we've kind of got ourselves established. Right. I would, and, and I guess if I had thought about this, I probably should have done something, but I would love to find a, I don't know, maybe a campsite or an over a place I could just overnight. Um, I know a lot of, like, I don't want to stay at one of these private campsites that's packed so i don't know how you know maybe i'll just do some some boondocking somewhere just kind of go out in the middle of nowhere i mean i don't care i'll sleep overnight by myself in the middle of nowhere it's not that big of a deal but uh i i would like to get out a little bit and maybe just do like a quick little weekend trip there's nowhere really to go as far as i'm sure there's a lot of airbnb availability but and i didn't even think about this until you just mentioned it how does this impact Airbnb? Like what they've got to have higher standards. They've got to be disinfecting. Like that's the, the, the weird part. Right. Right. But I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, who's the renter or the, the owner of the property? Like what are they right. doing? Because I mean, most likely they're all hurting as well. Cause nobody's coming to stay properties. Right. So it's in their interest to kind of be proactive and say, Hey, you know, we, we do this, this, and this. This is how we're trying to do it. Right. We ask that if you stay here, please do this, this, and this. Right. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I, I do need the I need to plan something that gets me out of the house for more than, you know, the hour or whatever it is right. that I go walk. I need I do need something to 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 do, honestly. And so maybe I'll you know what maybe I'll do, and this could be kind of fun. Um, maybe I'll go geocaching. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing that people, 
it is a thing that people do. It's, it's a thing I've never really done much of, but maybe there's a way to get out of the house, right? I know there's an app that tells you where there's caches, and maybe that's something to do. Or maybe you get into Pokemon and do that smartphone app walking thing. Uh, while I appreciate the idea, I'm going to pass on, on the Pokemans. You got to catch them all. No, I am not Jamie. I do not need to catch them all. Did she catch them all? I don't think so, but I know Gary and I think she's insane. So yeah, I shouldn't say insane. If Jamie, if you're listening to this or you hear this, it's nothing but love. But seriously, you're obsessed. Maybe she's on the Animal Crossing now. I heard that's the hot obsession. Is that the new one? That's um, the Nintendo Switch game that, for whatever reason, a lot of my friends are talking about. I've I heard it. There was a new one that came out, but I never played the first one, so I don't really know anything about it. Um, and I, I want something that, you know, is out of the house a little bit. I, I would just love, like, it'd be great. Just go do some off-roading or do some, I don't know, something. Some, I saw, uh, was it Nathan? He was doing some RC car stuff and I'm like, oh, that looks like fun. Yeah. So, uh, Nathan's doing some RC car stuff. I think they've got a lot across from the house that they've been able yeah. to, there's nobody there. So they've been building right. the track there. And, and for those listening, Nathan was on a couple of shows ago where he had his, mountain bike stolen from he, his front porch he was on like episode two so yeah yeah a while ago. yeah a while ago um so he had his mountain bike stolen he got it back and this is the same nathan that's now playing with some pretty cool rc cars in a vacant lot across the street from his house yeah so he's doing that and then uh one of my buddies in san diego just bought him and his him and his kids they bought um crawlers so they bought uh axials the little oh, scale, scale crawlers so they've been kind of on the scale crawler tip um, all that stuff looks looks super fun, but you know I, I don't know if there's something to do without spending a bunch of money still would be kind of fun too because I don't have an RC car anymore, yeah. um, so I'd have to invest in one. But I don't know. Maybe get yourself a sweet little drift trike. Yeah, I could a do big that. wheel with PVC sleeves. That'd be kind of fun. I think I'd get hit around here as people drive down this road like it's uh, you know like it's Monte yeah, Carlo. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just got to find something to do, get out of the house. It doesn't have to be for very long. Like even maybe I'll just drive up to Lake whatever and just walk around or I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like I think that's part of the problem too, at least for me motivationally. Like normally these are things I would call a buddy and be like, hey, let's go. And we'd just go right. jump in the truck and go. And now it's like I like spending I, – I genuinely enjoy my free – or my alone time and I enjoy solitude uh, you know, it's one of the ways I recharge. I mean, hence is, you know, the evidence by like my solo motorcycle trips and stuff, but I also do enjoy doing activities with other people. And that's kind of the hard part. So I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I can't just call somebody up and be like, Hey, let's go do this because that's not kosher anymore. So that's kind of frustrating. And but it makes me ride like, what's that? You you could ride like Ponch and John and chips and just, you know, stay six feet apart <laughs> on your motorcycle, you know, going down the highway together. But if I'm like, hey, let's jump in the truck and go off-road wherever, yeah. like we can't That really, doesn't work. Yeah, we're not really supposed to do that. Although, I'll bet you front seat to back right could be six feet. I get the tape measure out, and although you're sharing air, so does that even matter? Yeah, at that point, it's just all contact. Yeah, that's a bummer. I guess they could bring their own car. Yeah, and then walkie-talkies. Yeah, that would be that'd be a way to do it. I have seen a lot of, I don't know what they're calling it, but basically, like, they 
people are meeting up in parking lots, opening up the cargo areas, parking like back to back, like six feet apart or whatever, and then like eating lunch or picnicking or whatever. So it's virtual or social picnicking distancing or something. I don't know, but yeah, that could be all right. Yeah. So you might be able to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I also like, I I like playing cards and I like doing that, like games and board games and it's a little more difficult these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little strange when you flip over the Monopoly board in frustration, but you're the only one playing. Yeah. That would be a pretty funny video. Actually, maybe there's a quarantine video for you. It's just make <laughs> you solo playing a bunch of games. And then and like just, you have to you literally get yeah, up and walk. Quitting. Yeah, get up and walk through saying, No, forget this. Yeah. That would be <laughs> that would actually be pretty funny. Um, I don't know. Anyways, so I'm gonna come up with an activity before the next time we talk. I will either have done it or have an idea of what I'm doing, I hope. Uh, All right. Yeah, hopefully you guys continue to enjoy your time. I might need to hit you up for some TP, but, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I still haven't <laughs> sold any more rolls, so I still have uh, 56 so... rolls out of that 60 case pack sitting in, in my garage. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's so funny. But anyways, yeah. well, good luck with your toilet paper sales. Uh, thank you very much. You're good welcome. luck with your grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put on a full suit and go over there. T- yeah, Tyvek painter's outfit to zip up. Yeah, well, maybe I'll just put my Tyrannosaurus Rex on. So, I saw... Yeah, that one works. I saw a TikTok video that was shared on social media, and it was a dude dressed up like Tom Cruise in Top Gun with the flight suit and the Maverick helmet. Yeah. And he's going into Target, shopping in this full Top Gun outfit. Nobody looks at him. Nobody gives him a second look. He gets out of the Target, takes off his helmet... It's Tom freaking Cruise. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'll that's I'll send you really the link. Cool. That, yeah, you got you to gotta share that. That's pretty funny. I um, I did put on my inflatable Tyrannosaurus costume for a uh, Zoom meeting at work. And how'd that go over? They thought it was hilarious. And I even found like a Jurassic background. So it was like a painting of like a lake with other dinosaurs. Oh, right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So I... <laughs> At first, I was just kind of standing there, and somebody's like, uh, is that you? I was like, and then I started moving, and then I, I backed up a little bit, and I, like, ran across like I was chasing <laughs> something, and, like, yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. But then it got, awesome. way, it got way too hot in it, and I kept knocking into things. Well, you know, as dinosaurs do. Yeah, but, I mean, I have driven a Miata around with it on. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever showed you those pictures. That was yeah, funny. I've seen that picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right, well, I, uh, I think that's it for today. All right. How do you feel about it? Pretty good, because we're, we're doing good on time. I got to take my son to his elementary school parking lot in a half hour for a birthday party thing. Is he, I guess, are, are you leaving him there or? No, it's, a, it's another one of those things where everybody stays in the car. You park like six feet apart and then some birthday kid drives by and everybody yells happy birthday at him. Oh, that's just, cool. Yeah, they did a uh, Indian princess for my niece. They did a parade, like a, a quote unquote parade for one of the kids that had a birthday. So that's cool. Nice. I don't know if she went yeah. actually in retrospect. Huh. Well, yeah, yeah that's whatever. my afternoon. So. Well, good luck. I, uh, I'm going to try and probably go to the grocery store and I'm not sure if I've showered yesterday or not, but I'm, I'm going to go yeah. take a shower. Are you going to wear your fanciest pajama pants to go out? I'm not. I'm going to wear shorts and a 
t-shirt like a regular person. Yeah. yeah. You're not like you're going at shopping at Walmart. No, if I was going to go shopping at Walmart, I'd probably put on my sh- like my uh booty shorts. Oh, there you go. And a mesh top. Yep. You got to make that people a Walmart website someday. Oh man. I still <laughs> can't bring myself to go into Walmart. I go maybe once a year. And it's only because I need a specific item. Can't you get it, like, delivered? Well, usually, uh, I like to celebrate my work anniversary with Choco Tacos. And they only have them there? Well, they have them at the grocery store, but they're so much cheaper at Walmart. So when I'm buying 10 cases of Choco Tacos, it's more, you know. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. Well, anyways. Uh... Not Ta-ta to for now. Yeah. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you later, dude. Bye. Right. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.